On this episode, we talk about difficulty walls, comparing Hades to a bunch of other roguelikes, and like the world ends with you, Larry is still becoming an old man, as you will find out. On to the intros. A fine-tuned gameplay machine with style to boot. Hades deserves all the praise that has been laid upon it. But for me, there are specifically two things that keep me from absolutely loving this game wholeheartedly. It's walled story and it's often combative art design. But even with those negatives, this was still one of my favorite video game experiences and made it onto my personal game of the year list in 2021. Supergiant knows how to make some of my favorite experiences. Interesting narrators, excellent OSTs, stories that are varied and that keep me guessing up till the end. Hades is no exception to this, but I do find it to be my least favorite game they've created, which I'm utterly surprised to say. All the hallmarks of a fantastic game, but one that's gameplay loop left me wanting so much more, and I couldn't push past that immediate blockade. No matter how intriguing the world is, I just couldn't do it. So it's left unfinished and not worthy of my full approval. At the risk of angering the gods, Mike, I think we have to talk a lot about the negatives and positives in this one. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? I'm one of your hosts, Michael. I told <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me do that again. I came back to say the exact same thing. I'm one of your hosts, Michael. It's like I'm dying and redoing it. Do you get it, Larry? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was trying to see where you're going with this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I am Larry, as you just introduced me there for the first time ever, I think. That could be. Could be. What an intro, you know? I thought I was going to love this game. I honestly tried. I tried to push myself through it. I wanted to love it. Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I mean, you gave it a lot of praise. Yeah, you say you absolutely. don't love it. Like, out of a scale of 1 to 10, where are you at with that intro? Well, oh, I have no idea because I haven't finished it. But uh, it, since it didn't finish. Oh, okay, hold on. So we need to talk about that then. When you say you haven't finished it, have you made it to the top once? Nope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. See? Okay, so our complaints are completely two different areas. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, sounds good. So Hades was developed and published by Supergiant Games on September 17th, 2020 for Switch and PC. It later came to PlayStation Xbox on August 13th, 2021. I played Hades for 8 hours, 14 minutes, and 8 seconds on the Nintendo Switch. And I played it for 31 hours and completed it 7 runs. Wow. Yeah, on the Xbox Series S. How I, I don't know if you have this number. Do you know how many runs it took you? Uh... I don't know if there's a way to. I have so. I've attempted to escape 44 times, so of the 44 times I escaped seven. That's pretty good. I feel like. Yeah, I, but I think, and we could maybe get into this, and we could dive right into it if you want. So, how many attempts have you tried so far? 15. Okay, 15. So, I'm convinced this game is designed in a way. It's going to take you at least 15 to 20 or so tries before just through getting unlocks and upgrades. Which, so do you remember in? One of our freaking episodes not that long ago, <laughs> we were having an argument about what the heck the difference between a roguelite and a roguelike is. Yeah. I think this is the example. I think I would classify this game as a roguelite, not a roguelike. For the sole purpose, you this game's designed around you have to die 
to get upgrades to complete the boss barriers that are in this game. Where I felt like with like Slay the Spire, Monster Train, Vampire Survivors, all those different games, you absolutely, within like three or four tries, can start figuring it out. Monster Train, I literally, I think, beat it. On your second time? No, 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 that was my fourth. That was me that beat it on my second. But then I completed it successfully. This game has really weird, hard difficulty spikes in it. And you have to die in order to get upgrades. And I think that might be the difference for me in this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not as big of a fan of it because of that. Interesting. So that is your favorite word. <laughs> it so is. God, I wish I could still <laughs> stop my brain for a second. I want to text stone <laughs> every time you text me. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> I text you that all the time too. <laughs> so just mm-hmm. be like interesting. Dot dot dot. It's my thinking words. How close did you get to beating it then? If you played, I this- made it to the fourth rung. Okay. The freaking Minotaur and <laughs> the Minotaur stuff. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I got to him twice and. No. Yeah, I got to that boss twice. There was also another run where I fought the Minotaur by himself, and I couldn't mm-hmm. beat him, and then he left, and then I was like, oh, he'll be half health when I fight him. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was full health again. So I got that to the second time, and I died, and I was just like, yeah, no. And here's my big thing. I think the runs are too long. It takes too long to get going. The initial like first and second level, I was so bored of seeing them over and over again even though i got better at beating the bosses it still took so much time to get to the third and then by the time i got to the fourth level i still wasn't ready enough for it and i didn't know like what should i be focusing on to beat these enemies and then i got to the boss and just got stomped one time i almost beat that duel and thing i was just like oh i should try it again but i was like i don't the second I loaded into it, another run, I was like, mm, nope, I'm good. So I feel like we're going to have completely, we almost have the same complaint, but for completely different reasons. I actually think the runs are significantly too long in this game for a very frustrating reason. And that is to complete and see the full story, you need to escape 10 times. Okay. I got to my seventh time. And then I went through a period, I think of like, I attempted two or three runs after it just to, I was like, okay, I'm getting close. Let me just try this. And I kept getting to like the fourth area and I would die. And I was like, this is getting so tiresome and aggravating. Cause it's like, I just want to get to the story, but I'll go, I'll do a 25, 30 minute run, get close and then fail. And then I'm like, now I'm gonna have to do an, it says it's gonna be an hour's worth of my time. And I might not even get to it again. That's when it started getting really, really tiresome for me. Was finishing that first run satisfying enough like when you beat the game the first time so it's interesting because they the it basically kind of you get interested in his mother what is what what happened between his mother and hades and the differences in between is it zagarius or zagreus i'd never know how to 100 percent pronounce it our character uh that sounds right (laughs) one of of those two (laughs) okay but so my thing is is like I was kind of curious, okay, what is the reasoning behind why there's such a disconnect between these characters? Clearly, we're going to learn more. And then the really weird thing that they do, and I can't remember if it was on the first time or like the second or third time, as soon as you beat it the first run and you get sent all the way back down because you run out of time, they introduce mechanics and it's called the Pact of Punishment, which gives you all of these different sliders and mechanics to increase the difficulty of the runs in really creative ways, by the way. Like, there's literally one that's like each mini boss contains an extra plus one armored foe, and oh, they do things like 
in order to advance another level, you have to purge one of your boons. You have to get rid of it. And, you know, there's like the health and stuff and you get more rewards for doing it. But I was kind of like, if you're a story-based game, why are you giving me the difficulty thing now when I just got to complete it multiple more times? Because if I make it more difficult for myself, I'm never getting close to seeing the story. <laughs> That's interesting. And yeah. so I was a little confused at that. Huh. You didn't, I, you didn't ask my question. Yeah, no, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I would say no, I definitely wasn't because I haven't still seen the conclusion, of this, the wrap-up of the story. It's very segmented. And mm. it's not enough, and it was it never felt like it was satisfying for me. And the only thing early on that was hooking me is I just found this freaking awesome like spear build that I was addicted to. And so I kept pushing that, and I was having fun with the gameplay. But I think it's the... I can't remember which rung. Is it the fourth rung that has like those chariots? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, freaking just terribly designed enemies. <laughs> they have way too much health. And then like even the armored guys, when they get the shield, it's like, mm. come on. Everything else in the game is designed pretty clearly. Those ones I feel like were designed to just make you upset. <laughs> <laughs> definitely could be. So that's interesting. I did like when you die... If the first boss might randomly change, I thought that was really intriguing. Mm -hmm. I also liked that you could then, like, go to sleep and do a memory of your character. I thought that was interesting, like you sneaking around and finding a letter from your mother or something like that. Mm -hmm. So there was enough little pieces like that. But for me, it came down to the gameplay, which is funny because you really like the gameplay. There, I just don't love it, and I don't know. So, so what is it about the gameplay you don't like? I think one, you build you build very, very slowly your powers. And I think that frustrated me. I felt like I was doing the same attacks over and over and over again, which which is so weird because, you know, and I love RPGs and hack and slash games every once in a while, and that's very simple. And I feel like in this style of game, I don't want that. Hmm. I need a little bit more complexity. And it definitely does get complex when you start picking powers and how it changes things. But I think of this considered to a Diablo. Maybe I'm just looking at that because that has variation in the places you go, and it's the same style, like isometric. And I feel like that, to me, is more engaging. Well, I mean, you're talking to the wrong person here. Like, I, I don't even think this holds a candle to Diablo. But I understand that's also an absurd comment for a lot of people because Hades is just industry-wide loved. I would say, for me, I think I want to focus on the build part of it. I agree with you on that. I think it takes, there's a little bit, they need more locomotion in like the gameplay mechanics in this game because it feels like it takes about three or four of the correct upgrades to really start feeling like you're making some forward momentum. Yeah. And there's a lot of times, especially with, because you want to try out the different weapons. I think there was, there's six total, five, there's either five or six. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And so like I, I completed a run with every single one and I did the spear twice and there was definitely enough there, but there is the sameness to it where it's like, I kind of was doing it because I was like, okay, I need to do it 10 times. I might as well at least get it through. And once I completed it with everything, it was kind of like, I was really starting to feel it every single time I was playing. And it's just, yeah, the story just kind of didn't hook me enough. And I am kind of curious. I'm never, I don't see myself ever going back to try and complete it the last three. Maybe that's absurd to say. But that's potentially like a multi-hour commitment because I'm not going to make it three times in a row. And so I think I'll probably just watch it on YouTube. I am kind of curious about the ending. But because yeah, I would say, you know, what you sold me on this game is you've told me 
You're going to love the writing. Yeah, so that was what I wanted to ask you about, is the side quests and stories. What did you think about the flair of, like, Zagarius or Zagreus, however you want to say his name, our character himself? Like, there's some witty humor in You know, I, I like the humor. I really like the interaction with the gods. You asked me a question about favorite god. Dionysus is, he's the man. He is... <laughs> I just love how just casual he is when he yeah. talks to you. And I do like the dynamic of like, oh, yeah, you'll come up to Olympus. Here we go. Yeah, it's totally fine. Well, and it's also fun because you can, like, gift them items. And then that actually allows that they can show up more in your runs and you can get specialized you, things. I like hearing their little interaction. So I really did like the writing overall. And I, when you find Chaos, he is one of the coolest looking designs ever. Like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I would say this, and I was kind of curious if you noticed this, and maybe you weren't as frustrated because you didn't play quite as long. The kind of randomness to figuring out how to finish and get through the subplots and storylines, there were multiple times where I would interact with a character and they'd be saying some stuff, and they're like, okay, you know, next time we talk, let's do this, okay? So then I'd do a run, I would die, and I'd come back, and then they just wouldn't be there. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've noticed that. It's like, when am I going to get to finish? This optional storyline, it just, it drove me nuts. And it was something that I kept regularly running into for me. But I did also want to say before I forget to talk about it, also in my intro, I did, I brought up the combative uh, gameplay or art style. I don't know if this happened to you, but there were many times there was so much like bright, flashy stuff happening on the screen. Multiple times I would go and attack, because again, it's a very fast paced game the way you play. I would go and try and fight an enemy and turn out he's like a little like ball of like energy and not an actual enemy. Mm. And that happened to me multiple, multiple times. And I felt like this game's very straining on the eye long term for me. And I know that's maybe that's an old guy thing. And that's <laughs> that's happening to me more and more in games. But I specifically had that happen to me in this game. So I had to usually keep it to like one run at a time. Yeah, definitely when especially in the Hydra fight in area two. There's so much going on. I did lose track of my character quite a bit. So I mean that when you get a bunch of those objects flying at you, enemies on screen, that does happen in games like this, I would say, often, or often enough that it becomes a little annoying, and it did get there even for my shorter runtime. I mean, eight hours is a long time to play a game, so I'm not yeah. saying anything. I beat Undertale before that. <laughs> you got to throw that one at me again, huh? <laughs> a little intriguing development note that I forgot to mention it. Supergiant decided to rewrite their custom game engine to provide better game performance and make it easier to port to other systems on this one. Hmm. So oh, they, well, I mean, if there's anything that I would not complain about in this game, like I never at any point was like, oh, this is slow or this is laggy. Right. Or the loading yeah. time. It, everything is very fluid. Even on the Switch, I had no slowdown whatsoever. Yeah, that's interesting too because I was wondering how it would perform on that compared to just a regular console. Which makes sense because... They initially launched it just on the Switch and PC, so mm -hmm. and Mac or whatever. So they obviously optimized it for that. So kind of interesting. So they made three games on their own in-house engine. And they're like, well, time to switch. Which <laughs> <laughs> is kind of weird. I don't know. And now they're making Hades too, which you know you're that, probably a lot more exciting for you than me. Well, I will say this. That's the thing, right? Is I actually am still very, very intrigued for that game. I just really hope they do fine-tune and fix a couple of these issues. I would like it to go back to being more of a roguelike. And again, by the way, I might be completely misinterpreting these names here. This would just be my assessment. If I were to compare this to Slay the Spire, I think you can like you can beat a run in Slay the Spire quicker than is even possible to beat a run in Hades. There's just a diff there's difficulty levels in Hades that are just far different than a lot of the other games. 
What transfers over in Slay the Spire? Does anything? Or you just unlock more cards. Yeah, okay. So that's almost like the older, well, even older school one. Yeah, like this well, one, you I have those. Some of the artifacts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. No? No. I'm pretty sure. No. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you played it a lot longer than I did. But I think that it's weird how games, they're just so different. Like Vampire Survivors, you slowly upgrade your characters from outside the menu. I mean, you do that in Hades as well. Yeah. But, man, it's just so weird how finicky these games are with me. 100%. Well, you know, just because... I guess we could just get into that real quick if you want. Do you, out of all the different rogue lights slash legs we've done, you want to rank them real quick? Just out of curiosity. Especially, I'm more interested in you the most. So, start with number four, your least. Oh, um, Hades. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hate me, everybody. I found Monster Train to be more fun. Okay, interesting. So, I think Hades is a better game, hands down. Art style, but characters, everything. Okay, but no, fun matters. Yeah, exactly. To a point, it does, but I can tell that this is a better developed game than Monster Train. Agree. Again, some of the complaints I threw at Monster Train is it feels like a iOS port or something like that. <laughs> Which I still don't think is. Whack. So I will say this. Me and you flip-flop those two then. I would, well, again, you haven't said what your third is yet, but am I thinking it's Monster Train? Possibly Vampire Survivors. I'm not sure. My number four would be Monster Train. Uh, so it goes Hades, Monster Train, then it's Vampire Survivors, then Slay the Spire. Okay, yeah. So I go Monster Train, Hades, Vampire Survivors, and that I, I think it's just then there's another echelon, and Slay the Spire is just up higher. You like Vampire Survivors more than Hades. I do, yes. Or do you think it's a better... Huh. Uh, this is always finicky, right? So, okay, here's the thing. If I was being 100% real and had to really dive into it i think monster or excuse me i think hades and vampire survivors are like 2a 2b and it depends on the mood now that uh, i'm removed yeah. from the games vampire survivors is just a game i would rather just dive in and just try and make a run complete is that because minutes. it's a shorter run well, I mean, you could do a 30 minute it's decently long. I don't know. I don't remember. I wish I wrote down how long my runs were. I don't even know if they keep track of that. I'm sure they do. But for me, it's just, and I think this is the advantage or the disadvantage of having more of a story focused roguelike is, is because of that, I'm less intrigued to just want to just jump in and play every once in a while. Where a game like Vampire Survivors, yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's like I said, it's basically a meme at this point. But I think I have more fun. Now, initially, if I hadn't played either one of them, I'd jump towards Hades immediately. Because I had, I think I have more, I have more fun with Hades my first 10 hours of playing than I did with Vampire Survivors. Okay. That's but Vampire Survivors has now outpaced it after that. I've got, I've grown more tired and kind of just, it's become kind of like a, a weight on my shoulders to try and beat Hades, where I never feel that in Vampire Survivors ever. And it's then just very, Slay the Spire is just. Very interesting beautiful. way to look at it, but I would. I can see where you're connecting those dots. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I was wondering, there was a part of me that wondered if you were going to, I, I kind of thought we'd both agree with Slay the Spire though. Dude, that game is so good. It's just amazing. I think it'd be high. So when we did our rankings of the, like game of the year, I can't remember where mine, where it sat on mine. It was either like five or four. It could be higher now. I don't know. But that's well, the thing. But that's the, the thing. They time and place. Yeah. 100%. Like, if I looked at the games I loved in 2012, 
I'm sure. Mike, I'm pretty positive I put UFC 4 above Slay the Spire. And if I really thought about that nowadays, it would probably go the other way around. Because <laughs> I have never gone back to UFC 4. Don't get me wrong. I freaking had a blast with that game. I mean, and going back to the game doesn't mean anything, right? Technically. Yes. I mean, with, with roguelike type of games, you want to go back and play them. But there's a lot of one and done games. And actually, most games in life are going to be one and done for people. Agreed. Yes. So let's break it down, right? Tell me about your builds and your favorite character, your gods, powers, all that, your keepsakes. Let's dive in. Give me the, the build powers. Well, so I talked about, at least on the keepsake side, there's many more powerful keepsakes, but the one that I had the most fun with because it changed the way that I would play the game was the pierced butterfly. And so the whole, con if you don't remember what that is, the whole concept behind that one is every run that you do not take any damage, your your damage increases. No. And so it gets progressively stronger and stronger and stronger the further you can go learning to dodge, which is why I ended up loving the spear so much because it had I ended up packing it usually with a knockback mechanic to it. And so basically keeping the enemies away from you. And then on top of that, once you upgrade it enough, you could turn it into like this explosive spear. And it just, you keep people knocked back and explode them, and you your damage just would just quadruple, you know, just go crazy. I love that Is build. It per room? Yes, per room. Okay. I thought you said run, so. so sorry, room. yeah. Sorry, per room. Uh, so mine that I used was the overflowing cup, just so I could keep meeting Dionysus. My next boot would be Dionysus. I'm like, all right, cool. Awesome. And then I also like the, uh, I think it's called the, I wrote it, Evergreen Acorn, where you're, if you don't, you don't take damage on the last encounters like one, two, three, or four times. And that was good for me when fighting a boss just to kind of learn their moves. Yeah, I was going to say, as far as the gods went, I never really fell in love with like, I remember, I think I actually would say Dionysus with Spear had a couple of really, really good builds. And so sometimes making sure I liked him a lot or her. No, it's him. Him, Yeah him a lot would work but like i never got that that was a weird thing like this is the type of game where i would have thought i would have min maxed myself a lot as i played longer but there's just so many different variety of different things going on that a lot of times i just treated the gods as like okay this run this build seems like it's going to work really well there's the, the i already forgot their name it's the red one <laughs> the red one oh uh aries aries yes aries worked really well a lot a lot of the time that their skill yeah, sets they got a doom spear that yeah. thing was awesome <laughs> yes and it, it tended to work pretty well but i never really had a favorite it's kind of weird like even when thinking about this i was like why am why am i struggling for some i played 31 hours and i don't have a favorite and i don't really know why so i had a favorite build when i was playing i was like okay this i love this and i wish i kept going for that build but i could never get it to work correctly i had Athena's power, when I dashed, it would deflect things. Mm. So I love that. And then Dionysus had the hangover, plus uh, you would add haze to your catch. So when you threw stuff, it'd like just do DPS damage. Mm -hmm. And then I had Ares for the spear, and then Zeus for my normal strike. So it would have lightning attacks. Yeah, okay. The, the Zeus one, that was pretty handy, too. So I kind of diversified. A lot of the times I went just all Dionysus one time. I thought that was What was, was your fun. favorite weapon? Spear, hands spear. down. Okay, so we both like the spear then. That's yeah. pretty Oh, no, no. Just kidding. Bow, then spear. Okay. I feel like I was best with the spear. Yeah. You know, I thought the spear was... I, again, I experimented with all of them. I had a crazy run once with the fists. Like, it was it's probably the speediest and fastest I've ever completed a run. Uh, 
but bar none, I felt like the most satisfying almost every single time. Whenever I could get to that exploding spear with knockback, it just, that was game changer. Like, that was my favorite one. Well, I feel like it had a really nice range without being crazy range like the bow. The bow was hard to keep shooting fast, like, yeah. you know, and spear was much easier for that. Agreed. I enjoyed using all of the weapons overall, but again. Did you, did you upgrade the weapons? I don't remember. Because, like, each weapon has, like, three or four, like, named upgrades. It's not ringing a bell, Hop Down okay. Man. I probably did the spear or something. Or the bow. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two I used the most. <laughs> I think I used every other weapon once. I was like, nah, I'm good. Okay, so to this point, then, I guess I would say this. We are... There's a lot of positives and negatives that are within this game. Do you have, like, a core thing that you think sells this game for people? This is going to sound so contrary, contrary to everything. It's a complete and utter package of goodness. Like, it is a excellent indie game. If you're into this style, like, you have to play this game. It's pristine in every single way. Obviously, I did not jive with the combat, and that stopped me from playing. But I could, it's well-designed. I can't harp it in that regard. It just wasn't fast enough for me, and it wasn't... Uh, it was too... Languid is the word. Yeah, slow. Hmm. Yeah, see, I think the thing is really interesting is, especially with the amount to do, when the introdu- the introduction of that Pact of Punishment with like literally, I think there's like 18, 20 different sliders that you can mess around with and you can bump a lot of them up multiple times that drastically increase how difficult the game is anywhere from like, you know, the health and enemies and how much they attack to more fancy things like I talked about earlier. Yeah, it is really a complete package. And I guess I would say this. The word that always comes to mind when I think of Hades is just clean. Yeah. That art style is just, it is a game that like, it doesn't matter what size screen you play this on. It just looks so good. And yeah, it's just clean. It's like pristine. Yeah, I played it on handheld and on the TV and it was excellent on both versions. Mm. And I will say every single one of their games has that feel to me. Super Giant is just they, they make such great art over there. So keep it up. I know you're doing Hades 2 and I won't be a big fan, but whatever. Keep doing it. Do you have a favorite zone? Hmm. There's only four fucking zones? Yeah. I was at the end of the game? Yeah. Fuck me! Really? Larry, I can't believe there's only four fucking zones in this game. What? I was at the end? I mean, it kind of looks like you... When you break it, so I'm looking at a list. First zone has 14 rooms, 10 rooms, 11. This game seems way longer than that. That might just show you just how grindy it feels at times, right? (laughs) You know, honestly, I think here's the problem. I would almost say I think the first zone is my favorite, but I spent so much time in it that I can't pick that. I think my favorite zone is the second one. Really? No, no, the no, lava, no. The lava no, area? No, sorry. Okay, no, no, that's not the second. Sorry. See, now I'm going off of, like, there was five zones, not four. The, the uh, like, heaven area. Elysium. Thank you, with yes. The, I already with, forgot with, the name. With the chariots. Again, I didn't like the enemies. They had two annoying enemies. It looks beautiful. But it, I think it's the most, it almost has, like, a forgotten city feel to it a little I bit. I cannot believe that I was that close to beating this game. That really irks me. Not going to lie. No, trust me. You didn't go through the pain of getting all the way to the top and then losing to Hades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a fourth zone, and it says, with a variable number of rooms before the final boss. Mm-hmm. Why What is? It? Why is it variable? That's a good question. I actually don't know. 
It's been a while since I've played this all the way through as well, so. The amount of rooms you'll need to go through depends entirely on luck. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then you never beat the Minotaur. Yeah, I thought that was Area 4. That's apparently Area 3. Did you ever beat the... Uh, did you ever have to fight the Minotaur when he also has the other guy with him as well? Yeah, I okay. got to him twice. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's a tough fight. Yeah, apparently. The secret for me was always... Second to last level. I, I always beat the guy first. I beat him up and then just... Because to me, the Minotaur was easy to dodge as long as you have to worry about the guy. Yeah, man. Give me nightmares thinking about that. I'm kind of upset that I was so close. Whatever. But that's the thing, right? Is like close in this style of game. Is it really close? Because if you lose, you're then back to square one again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's very true. So one thing I did mention about runs and whatever. I like that when you get back to the hub area, we'll call it, where Hades is just checking people in. I don't know. What was Hayes doing behind his desk? I don't really know. But I like that it changes as you go. I didn't explore it enough, I would say, but I do like that I opened up the bar area and I talked to the bartender. That was kind of fun. And yeah, there Meg, is. Meg was there one time drinking in the bar. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah, there's a lot of different random rooms that you can upgrade. There was a room on the south end, on like the southwest side that I eventually opened up that allowed me to see all of my progress for a lot of my runs. So I guess that I just remember that right now. That answers some of my question from earlier. <laughs> uh, there is like a. The it's like what is it like the northwest section where there's a whole bunch of like trophies yeah and stuff like that I never know what oh the you point never of that was I completed was runs and I never even I don't know <laughs> I have no idea what that point is, what that door is what it does we I think, never said we are experts at video games just so you know but yeah so like and then you know you have like the training room with the Skeletor like guy. Skeletor? <laughs> Whenever I see a skeleton, I just think it's Skeletor. Oh, gotcha. You know, the fact that you can kind of try out the weapons and the combos and stuff like that is cool. I like that. Yeah. And then you have like your, you can see how many gems. And then they do do a fancy thing I forgot about too, where they will kind of sometimes enhance one of your weapons, letting you know you'll gain more. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. So sometimes it was like, hey, I feel like that was the game's way of saying try something else. <laughs> yeah, you, this didn't work out the time before. Do you have a favorite like miscellaneous character? Mm, I really miscellaneous might be the wrong word, but I really like and again, I guess I don't know how to pronounce this individual's name. Sharon Charon. I, I just think Karen. Karen. That could also work. There is a subtle just uniqueness to like I feel like you could design a game completely around that character. I understand Forgotten City did something similar with it. But it's he's so like depressed. It feels like every time you meet him where he's like <laughs> <sighs> Like he just and it's almost amusing every time you meet him. And I just I just enjoyed his character. There's, I mean, there isn't really that many bad characters. There's, uh, no, they're all pretty fascinating. That's what I liked about this game, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very unique cast of characters. And it really feels, I guess the compliment I would give it is it really does feel like they are living there and they're stuck. <laughs> Especially the banter between Meg and Zagarius. Yes, very much know, so. I'm going, with, I'm going with Zagaris. I don't know if that's right. But yeah, every time you see them again, I'm like, are we going to do this again? <laughs> like, I just love that style when they take the gameplay element and make it into the story. They do that superbly well in this. Again, but I would then add, just because I have to, that's the problem, is that part is so good, but the randomness of not knowing when they're going to show up next to complete it, or even sometimes they'll show up again, but you haven't done something on a run enough, that when you talk to them, they don't continue the storyline yet. And you're like, 
Well, when do I get to finish this? So you're talking about like side stories with yes. that those characters? I could see that being very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, also you could probably look up a guide and be like, what do I need to do for this, this, and that? Does it depend on when you just initiate a run and then... I don't, I don't, I don't get well, it. Well, there's also requirements for like who you've met, uh, how much a certain character likes you. Like You have to bribe them a little bit sometimes. But you don't know what the requirements are. But the weird part is... Can you give like Meg gifts? I don't think so. That's just for the gods, right? Or am I misinterpreting? That? I believe it was just for the gods. Yeah, so I guess maybe there's some like spreadsheet. You put this person. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure there, there's, uh, there, there's tons of that. <laughs> there's min maxers for everything. Touche. And then just to make sure we don't forget about this, the sound design, I know we haven't really brought up anything about that. The intro screen for like is stuck in my head. The the sound that is made every time you turn this game on, and then just yeah, the music itself is great. There's no complaints there on anything. They have not made a bad OST. And Darren Corb, I know he's the main guy behind it. He's so good, and I am blanking on her name. And she sings a vocal track in every single one of their games. I need to look it up, or else that's bad. Okay, I'm back. Ashley Barrett. I can't believe I forgot her name. In Transistor. Oh my gosh, one of the best tracks. Oh, that yeah. we That's still a game I need to I mean, yeah, you should definitely play that game. I gave that to you. Did I give that? Yes, I told you to play that game. You told me to play, but that's not one of the Are oh, you talking about the backlog? backlog I think. Isn't no, 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 no. It's you gave me uh No, I am positive this is the number one game I recommend you to play, <laughs> you asshole. Okay, well, I will definitely play it, but again, you know, you got to be nice to me because we're literally giving you one off this checklist by adding this freaking game to season three. Hmm. When I made that list at the time, this was not on it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is cheating. So well, I think not, for se- cheating. Hey, possible hint for season four, maybe we should pick one of those games for me to help kind of balance this out. Oh, maybe. I, I, maybe. I, I like that idea. And okay. again, putting on the back or taking it off the backlog means you at least attempt to try it. I mean, I was planning on beating this game 100%, but. Mike, I plan on beating mm. lots of games. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And you fail me very often, so it's okay. I like that you attributed the failure to you and not me. It's like, I fail myself. <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> you fail me. 3,144 monsters were slain in my 15 runs. I did 12,400 exactly, and I found that very amusing. <laughs> that is that is so the happenstance of that happening. Whew. After seven hours, I well, wrote... Hold on, is 12,401 any different, though? It's like, that's the same odds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That, those those yes, zeros, yeah. Uh, after seven hours, I wrote, not super into it. It's well-designed, beautiful, interesting characters, but it's not as sticky with me as I want it to be. I wrote that in my notes. Yeah. I beat the first boss on my first try, which was nice and awesome. The battle was really cool, too. I really like that mech fight. That's way better than the Hydra fight, way better than those stupid Minotaur men. There's only one Minotaur, but I'm going to call him class bonus. <laughs> the strength of two men. Uh, it took me three hours and ten minutes is when I finally beat Hydra. Yeah, that took me a very long time. And I completed four objectives on the fated list. Okay. Well, with that, let's jump in to the final question to wrap this episode up. Mike, I would like you to take one game from each of our previous two seasons. So one from season one, one from season two. I guess I can allow you to do both if you want. It doesn't matter. No, because I already changed it to okay. specify right. <laughs> into your things. Because I had a way better argument, but whatever. Okay, I want you to turn, make it an interesting roguelike to compete with Hades. And just give me the reasoning why. Mega Man Legends from Season 1 and The World Ends With You 
Yo, I did the world ends with you too for one of mine. <laughs> this will be interesting when we dive into it. Uh, Mega Man would go into some new funky looking city and you have to fend off waves of noise while upgrading his guns through the pin system. That is right for a good time. I think the pin system would work really, really well as an upgrade roguelike pick thing. And also it would work with Mega Man's blaster. Like he also throws grenades in Mega Man Legends if you remember. So those two, that, there's your there's your skills right there. And in the Mega Man Legends universe, he's kind of like Indiana Jones going around looking for artifacts. So he could go from, take his little ship from one area to the next, different islands. That's a perfect like level progression system. And it would be more third-person view, roguelike versus isometric. Okay. Kind of like Returnal gotcha. a little bit, but obviously be a little bit different. But I think this would be awesome. Yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, and one of the reasons I picked The World Ends With You was I also said I, th I thought the pen system would work really well, but I also thought it would work really well with my other choice that I'll say in a second. But I also just, again, as much as I disliked that game. <sighs> such a good I know, game, I know, you hate me. <laughs> the art style and the music within that game I think would work really well for lots of repetitive runs. Like it would really, really get sucked in. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. I paired it with 13 Sentinels Ages Rim. And I paired it that Ooh. way, so your 13 unlocks with your pins and to vary the characters are all the individual characters. They are your weapons. Ah. And I thought that could be a lot of fun because you could have a lot of diversity, and then you could use the pen pins to help further adapt each one of the individual characters. I thought that would be kind of neat. Dang, I think I like your idea better. Which I usually side with myself, but... No, it's usually good. I, I'm glad you have positive... <laughs> I'm glad you're positive. I just turned into you there for a second. <laughs> I will say, I'm not going to spoil it here, but the final boss in Mega Man Legends would be an awesome final boss for a game of this genre. Hmm. Okay. There you have it. And yeah, I think we're just going to end this episode the same way that your runs ended in this game. They just kind of stopped.